is Revely Revival. What's going on, you guys? We're back at it again. Oh, that sounded like a cliche YouTuber opening, but uh, we can keep that. Um, <laughs> but today is going to be a Valentine's special because, of course, Valentine's is right around the corner. And we're going to be reading from no other than Song of Songs, Song the of book Songs. of love in the Bible. Mm-hmm. All right. Pretty, so, uh, pretty explicit. <laughs> yeah, explosive. I mean, it's like it's like hidden, but it's pretty explicit. <laughs> explicit or exquisite? <laughs> explicit. Oh, okay. no, no, I didn't say exquisite. At first, I thought you said explosive. <laughs> I was over here making firecracker noises, like. Oh my goodness, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, but um, okay, so we're gonna start off reading, uh, Solomon's Song of Songs. She. Mm-hmm the female let him kiss me with kisses of his mouth for your love is more delightful than wine pleasing is the fragrance of your perfumes your name is like perfume poured out no wonder the young women love you take me away with you let us hurry let the king bring me into his chambers Mm. so right off the bat it's a love story yeah it's like it's like it's like the Romeo and Juliet of the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or one of them. I feel like that relationship's kind of depicted a lot. But yeah, here, if you can't find anywhere else, here more than ever. <laughs> um, pretty, pretty interesting. I don't think I've ever heard like a sermon from Song of Songs. Mm-hmm. I feel like they would only use it in like, um, I don't know, like a study. Like if they're doing a couple study or something like that. Yeah, um, bro. Like I've never I'm, heard it. We're going a little bit off topic here, but honestly, if I'm like, whenever, whenever I read Song of Songs, I think of it. It feels like uh one of those poems that you read in in you know high school or something, you know. Yeah, like a Shakespearean uh, yeah. sonnet. Yeah. But yeah, that's just how vivid it is. But you you can really see where like, where like stuff like that where love put itself on paper where it originated you know it all i like to think that it all originates from the bible but yes this is that this is very uh in depth right off the bat she's embracing her love for him like uh that's the literally the first line like she she couldn't even wait bro like let him kiss me with kisses of his mouth that's the first line but i feel like like you just mentioned uh, you you believe uh, all like love originates from the Bible? Yeah. I I feel like that's something not a lot of people think of. Like like say like you have a crush on someone and you want to let them know, and I think that it's your first thought to go, okay, um, my super Christian friend, uh, he's gonna like tell me to be like. I don't know, super conservative and like not show emotion at all, which is like a natural response for every single human, human being. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it causes people to instantly be distant because they're like, Oh no, like God's not about love at all. Exactly, bro. But, uh, we can hang on. Let me find, I uh, let me find the, the verse. Let me find the verse. Uh-huh. But John has given the very answer for this, bro. Ooh. What did John say? Okay, let's let's read from John. All right. Okay, 
Let's read. All right. It's John 4, 7 through 21. Okay. And John says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves, uh, whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. Boom. There you go. John dropped the bomb on him right off the bat right there, bro. It, it, it just doesn't really get any more simpler than that. God mm-hmm. is love. So I know you were mentioning like people feeling like, uh, you know, I don't want to maybe maybe uh I have to be so enclosed and and I have to be so so uh you know tight and close to myself as I'm chasing after God. But mm-hmm. I want to take it back to Genesis. When Je- when God created man, God created us to be in love and be with one another. God created man and then and then he was bringing all of these Adam uh <laughs> Uh, all of these animals to Adam, right? Mm-hmm. And then it, I don't know if you uh, recall this in the in in the Bible, but uh, he was bringing these ad- these animals to Adam, and Adam was naming each and every one of them because God was trying to mm-hmm. find him the perfect companion. And God said, "It is not good for man to be alone," and that is where women came from. That 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 moment right there is when God took the dirt. God took the dirt from the ground and the rib from Adam and binded it together and created a woman to be Adam's perfect companion. Mm. Like, bro, it, man. Yeah, the originates in God. Um, I, I was able to see First uh, Corinthians 13, 13 uh, says, faith, hope, and love mm-hmm. will last forever in the kingdom of God, but the greatest among them is love. So just like you were saying, it originates in God and he values it so greatly. But at the same time, whenever he created uh, Eve uh, and created Adam and made them to be perfect companions, he didn't want that relationship to uh, like take his place. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like he still wanted to be the center of each of their attention, it, ooh, even though he created them for each other. You're hidden right there, bro. Yes, bro, you have to make with everything that you do, you have to invite God into. Uh-huh. But which is well, like I... really difficult. Because <laughs> yeah. whenever I think, especially around this time of year, Valentine's, whenever you have these emotions about someone, the I feel like the last thing you're thinking about, or maybe something you just want to ignore, you might think be thinking about, it, but something you just might want to ignore is like what God wants in your relationship because um exactly god i don't know if you if you really believe that love originates in god then you know that god's plan for your life is better than you could ever imagine and better than you could ever choose but sometimes you go no like this this is what i need this is what i want this is what's best for me uh this person uh is what's best for me like right at this moment um and like the way we're taking our relationship is best um, but if God's not first in that relationship and you're not um, kind of observing what he thinks should be taking place in your relationship, um, then it's it's not going to grow, one, but it's ultimately going to hurt you. Yes, bro. God is the water of life. God is, is 
is everything. He's the water, the sunlight, all things that pour into photosynthesis. You know. Please let me take a SpongeBob. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> SpongeBob. The photosynthesis? No. Okay. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Off track. I I probably probably have seen that episode, but I I just don't remember it. <laughs> but yes, bro, God is most definitely invite God into your relationship first and he will nourish it. He will he will uphold it. He will he will get you where you need to be in your relationship. That I have that is, Wait, what were you saying? So, no, 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 you're totally right. Um I totally agree with what you're saying. Um invite God into your relationship. I have a question though. Yeah. Um if someone is trying to do that in their relationship with their significant other, um, uh-huh. what do you think are the signs of seeing that come to pass? Like, how does oh, someone know that they're inviting God into the relationship? The signs of it, 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 this is such a it's a great question, bro. I, I can't even exactly give the right answers for my. I feel like it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, bro, but. The signs, there's never really a, a right way to know that you're pleasing God, you know? Uh, Jesus but I says, feel like, uh, yeah, what are you saying? Jesus says whenever, you, whenever you're obedient, uh, you simply should say, uh, for I'm not worthy. I am just an unworthy servant who has done what the least has been expected of me, basically. So there's never really a way to know if you have pleased God, but I'll... The only way we can be sure that we are walking on that line and that we're and, and these and it, it, it's we're steadfast. The only way to be sure is to take up the commandments, yo. And and then you'll you'll start to see like blessings and and more things coming into your life. Uh, uh you I don't know. Maybe yeah, I feel like you... another thing. Um, yeah, remaining steadfast. Uh, you'll eventually see his blessing come to pass in your life. I feel like you could also, do you think, uh, just observe the fruits of the Holy Spirit uh, manifesting in your life? Like if you're inviting God into relationship, you're inviting the Holy Spirit to live through you. So uh, the song plays in my head, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Um, You just see yourself acting more in those ways, more gentle, more kind, more loving, yeah, you, having more okay. peace. Not that you're perfect in all of them or even any of them, but just that you're living life uh, more in those. I will babies. say I'm not I'm not like some type of love doctor or something, but uh, <laughs> I feel like if when you're inviting God into your relationship, I feel like a, a huge sign that will be that'll like indicate that he's there and he's he's blessing it's things that you struggle with you in a relationship or that you both struggle with in the relationship it, it gets easier you know you start to uh-huh. see things more things getting handled and it's like it's like you're not taking up this weight by yourself anymore you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying yeah and like being able to help keep each other uh, 
I don't know how to put it. Keep each other accountable or like yeah, is... help strengthen each other's weaknesses. Be able to see what your significant other struggles with and help them yeah, through that. Is... And then they're able to help you. Like, uh, like this is really a, a tough. Well, it's love is so simple. Let uh, love is so simple yet. So complex. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. It's like, it's like so simple to do. But it's it's so many different ways you can do it. It's so broad. Yes. You know what I mean? So there's <laughs> yeah, never yeah. really a right way to answer exactly, like, every question that somebody has about love, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm, I say most definitely you'll start to see things that you struggle with become easier. Uh, I don't know. Things that didn't make you that happy or it wasn't as fruitful that should have been in the beginning start to begin you you start to get your joy back mm. you know if even if it's something as simple as a a small conversation with your significant other that you didn't typically like to enjoy doing you start to enjoy doing that you know what i mean mm-hmm. walks in the park stuff like that but it's so many different it's, it's just such a variety bro like it's so many different ways that you can see his hand because God is uh, I've, I've, <laughs> uh, like I'm trying to even it's just so, so no yeah he can uh, show himself in any way he wants um, yeah, he's, in, in a lot of different ways he's a God of miracles of mystery you know uh, yeah relationships are a great thing it's how you can It's it's almost like you can experience like the close it's not your direct relationship with God, but it's like an intimacy that he's designed for you to experience like tangibly. You can experience God's presence tangibly, but it's one that he do, like actually created for you to experience. Exactly. Really, bro. Really, cool. really cool. Yeah. Like exactly. whenever people go, Oh, like, uh, I don't want to be a Christian because, like, you're just praying and worshiping a God who uh, you can't really see or feel or anything. And then there's those, like, super crazy Christians that say, oh, like, he was in this room with me and I felt him. I don't believe that. Like, you you don't um, have to, like, believe that necessarily, but understand that he wants you to experience love and experience peace exactly um and he created that in in the relationships one way he created it is in the uh like our relationship so exactly that i feel like that's the that's the that's the god has called us to love bro and it's such a blessing it's such a blessing to honestly like you just have to actually appreciate it mm-hmm. that that God is love and, and to be yeah. able to put that into a relationship that's literally him saying here here's a piece of me I want you to experience this but yeah and then on the other side the flip side of that the person you're in a relationship with you got to understand that they are also a child of God they also deserve that peace that comfort that love and so sometimes whenever you feel like you're not getting 
like the most out of the relationship, you still, you still are like God's hand in blessing that other person. Like if you feel all they like aren't caring about me or like, I don't know, like they're not loving me. You still need to love them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like um, staying committed to the relationship, building it. Commitment. Exactly, bro. Building the relationship. That's, that's where a strong, I feel like that's where a strong relationship comes from, you know? Mm-hmm. It yeah, not just not just investing in it whenever it feels good, but whenever it's tough and uh, it sucks and uh, you get in like a fight. Um, so whenever you turn around and go, hey, like deep down, we actually care about each other. And, and, and then it's, yeah. As well, what you can also take from a relationship that you've been building, you'll feel you'll feel accomplished. I mean, uh-huh. if you like, you see, um, maybe like an old married couple been together fifty plus years, bro. They've been through everything that some of us young people may be experiencing, plus more. You feel like, but whenever you go through that and you make it through it and you and you're finding ways to work around your problem, you're inviting God in. It's like you feel a level of accomplishment. It's like something that you treasure. Like it's like a it's like an antique almost, you know? Yeah. You know what? Um, I heard this sermon from Pastor Stephen Furtick at uh, Elevation Church. Um, yeah. And he Elevation was talking. Church. It, it's fantastic. They 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 are really really trying to spread God's word. It's really fantastic. Um, one message was talking about how life's trials and disappointments and stuff uh kind they like comprise different notes in a scale. Um, I'm not sure if you're too familiar with like scales in music. Um. But it was like it was talking about how you have, uh, let's say eight eight notes in a major scale, mm-hmm. and whenever you play them all in sequence, it doesn't sound like much. But if you pick out uh-huh. a few, and then play them in like however you want, um, then it can make up a song. Exactly. And so I feel like that's how it is, like with relationships. Like you're saying, Ooh, at the is- end goal, it's like a treasure. Um, it's like a song. Exactly. Like you, it, it you is. get through those little moments, and it doesn't seem like much until you see the finished product. It's amazing. Exactly, and it doesn't seem like much until you look back at it, and you have I don't know a dog, a a family dog, three successful children, uh, and then it turns out that the dog is like some type of super, I don't know, super dog or something. <laughs> I, the moral of the story Crypto is you. <laughs> You will feel accomplished. <laughs> yeah. And I no. mean, you don't even have to wait till you get to that point. <laughs> I feel yeah. like so many times uh, God tries to tell us uh, there's so much beauty in the moment. I feel like in my life I've like, I don't know, ignored the moment so many times because I'm like, okay, when I get there, whenever I get to college, whenever I um, kind of graduate like i don't know i'm thinking in terms of school uh whenever i get to this job whenever i become a supervisor here then it'll get better but 
you can also find so much reward in the moment of growing and growth. Exactly, bro. Um, dude, we like. <laughs> yeah, we, we only read through a few verses of Song of Songs. <laughs> yeah, we see we've been going all. <laughs> Man, all right. Let's go back to Song of Songs. See, that's that's just the way God's word gets you. Though it, you can get so in depth with it, you just once you start talking about it, it's just like you can't stop. Mm-hmm. So if we look back at the rest of chapter one, Song oh, of Songs. Oh crap! See, dang it, we went so off topic, bro. Like I didn't, even, <laughs> I didn't even get to get to the parts that I annotated. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, bro, I had some good stuff to talk about. And I mean, okay, so everybody listening, if you guys want to hear more on this topic, because there's so much, this is just chapter one. We haven't even gotten through completely chapter one yet, um, but there's eight chapters. We never do. <laughs> very full. We don't. Uh, nope. Very full of information <laughs> and good, rich uh, wisdom. I think this has to be the only book like this, yo. Like, you remember we read Matthew and we only read like the first... Yeah, we skimmed over the rest of it. Yeah, we only read like the first couple of like paragraphs or whatever and it was enough to uh, for us to talk on for 30 minutes, yo. Yeah. That's how fruitful and how sustaining the word is, bro. Like, literally. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, I don't know. In the back of my mind, I'm hearing someone go, well, I don't really like reading because uh, it's boring and um, I can't go on for 30 minutes or something. I feel like for that person, um, that's okay. But I would encourage you to try to, instead of going on and reading, because some people are better with getting that information and then um applying it to their life but i would take some information in context from the bible um something you're studying and then try and apply it in your life uh and then look for uh think of questions that you can ask and then study the answer to those questions um because i don't know i'm just hearing uh us talking about how it takes a long time to get through the bible and uh, when i was starting out studying it uh, that was overwhelming to me and it made me not want to read at all so just okay. some encouragement for people starting to read the Bible. Uh, anybody who's not ever read it before, studied it, um, or people who have and kind of just get overwhelmed or bogged down, um, don't get overwhelmed or bogged down because that's not um, what God wants. Okay, so, uh, so and along with that, to intertwine with that, if you want me to, to make it easier for people, I can break down. I have about like maybe four parts annotated. I can break them down for them. And just give them the little skit and rundown of those. But I didn't read. Oh, let's do that. And then, uh, and then, if you guys want to hear like expanded versions, you can reach us at our Instagram page, email, um, or on this podcast, uh, leaving us messages, and uh, we can talk more about it. But yeah, let's do that battle. Okay, so, all right, this is Song of Songs two, uh, line two, and this is from Heath, and it reads. Like a lily among thorns is my darling among the young women. So this is basically just saying uh, his, his his love that he has found with her is like no other. Uh, yeah. She's she's 
the lily in his life along among thorns, you know? It okay. doesn't get any more simpler than that, really. Okay, but we're going to go along to the next line. And it says, daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you. Now, this is very important. Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you by the gazelles and the does of the field. Do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. And right here, what this is saying is don't rush into love. Love, love will awaken when it's time. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. like the thing of uh, love. Thinking of it, I like to think. Well, yeah, like love's getting its beauty sleep. Don't wake her up. All right, it, she'll wake <laughs> up like when that. she wakes I up. Like she'll wake up when she wakes up, and then she'll be the most fruitful and uh, beautiful relationship you could ever uh, pick. Okay, the next thing I have annotated is my dove is in the clefts of the rock. In the hiding places on the mountainside. Show me your face. Let me hear your voice. For your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Catch for us foxes, the little ones that ruin the vineyards, our vineyards that are in bloom. And this is basically saying, um, whenever love is so powerful that anything that is coming to penetrate it or threaten it, like, basically, it, it doesn't stand a chance against it. All, the foxes that are coming to ruin your vineyard or your or your I don't know your cherries and your grapes and your oranges or whatever fruit that you like that you've been growing for I don't know how long <laughs> yeah just leave that there God, <laughs> leave that there to interpretation <laughs> I mean maybe it'll encourage some people to eat healthy I don't know. <laughs> yeah you, amen you never know but Anything that comes to penetrate your your vine yard that you've been holding and you've been nourishing and you've been taking care of, God's got it covered for you. And one thing okay. I want to say is I feel like people will take that and go, okay, uh, this is the person God wants me to be with. I know it. I just feel it in my gut. And I don't have to do anything to build this relationship because God's going to keep it protected. Um. I feel like that's really, really dangerous. Like you need to be actively trying to grow Ooh. the relationship the way God wants you to grow it. Um, can I, caring after each other. Uh, yeah, what were you saying? Oh, can I use a great reference from Michael Todd for this, bro? Go ahead, bro. Okay, so Michael, man, I can watch this man preach all day. Bro. I promise. Dude, he's you. very passionate. Michael Todd. Passionate. Michael Todd. He was. He was. Um, he was reading through the chapter in the Bible where, uh, you know, where uh, Peter, Simon, Peter and Andrew, they were in depth. Right. And they were trying to catch those fish. And the, this is the famous story of Jesus Christ. You know, when he he uh, caught all the fish for them. But basically what Michael Todd was saying was. He said, no, he said, no, what they were doing before Jesus came along. And and saved them and, and filled their nets with fish. They were preparing their nets. They, they were preparing their nets so God could use what they had, had already had and turn it into something great. And that ties into where you were saying, don't wait when like these people like, oh, God's going to do it. God's going to do it all. God, God, I believe God wants you to put that effort in. Mm-hmm. He's going to take that net, also known as your relationship, 
that you've been that you've been willinging with and you've been fiddling with, and he's gonna fill it with fish. Oh. But bro, yeah, that 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 was powerful, man. Mm-hmm. That was powerful for me, yo. That gives you hope. Mm-hmm. But okay, the next thing I have uh, annotated is. Three. Okay, this is Song of Songs three. And we're gonna start from line three. The watchmen found me as they made their rounds in the city. Have you seen the one my heart loves? Scarcely I had passed him them when I found the one my heart loves. I hailed him and would not let him go. So I brought him to my mother's house to the room of one who conceived. This is uh, this is uh, basic. It doesn't it doesn't get any more simpler than this? It's uh, basically talking about inviting your significant other over to your family. You know, yeah, taking not not skipping over the blessings that God has for you, like not going, oh, you know, um, I'll take advantage of that opportunity later, um. If, if you feel God's hand on something in your life, pursue it. Uh, the context, I guess, for that verse is uh, the lover, the woman can't find the man. Like the man is missing in the town and then she finds him. And then once she finds him, takes him into like her house, her home, her personal place. And then um, mm-hmm. she almost always... Uh, addresses all the rest of the women of Jerusalem. This one like lover of the man who is, uh, I think in context, supposed to be Solomon, um, addresses all other women concerning, I guess, just love in general. She's like taking her experience and going, hey, uh, like, don't, here she's saying what you mentioned earlier, uh, don't wake up, uh, love when it's having its beauty sleep <laughs> do you bro do to see something mentioned in the bible twice you know how important oh it's not so just twice uh throughout all eight chapters that's it, mentioned a lot yeah yeah well yeah man like to see it mentioned just yeah. repeated just repeatedly that means it means so this is god literally trying to beat into our heads do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Don't rush into these relationships. Don't 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 force these relationships. If when whenever it's ready, it'll just be so natural. Like Yeah, I feel like that's, <laughs> that's difficult. <laughs> one day you're one day you're um you're talking to the person, and then before you know it, I don't know, maybe three months later, you're standing at an altar, or or it's somewhere with a with a suit and a tie and a and a dress on, and it's like, how did I get here? <laughs> That's how natural it was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that that's just so important, man. It mentions it so much, yo. Yeah, a lot of stuff woven through all eight chapters. A lot of 
uh, vivid imagery um, and a lot of symbolism um, that I think could be interpreted in many different ways and that we're not experts on, um, yeah. but could always take study, further study on it. Um, but yeah, yeah. This is yeah. a great, um, great talk. <laughs> Always oh, a great talk, bro. Uh-huh. Um, well, yeah, guys, if, if you guys want to um, hear more uh, concerning the topics that we talked about today, please reach out to us uh, on our Instagram page, Reveille Revival, or uh, at our email, info at com. Yo. Or you can send us voice messages that we can listen to we don't have to put on the podcast but we can actually put on the podcast and respond to you um live uh you can reach the link to send us those messages through our instagram page Revely revival we love to hear from y'all we want this to be a discussion an active discussion and not just us talking we have just as much questions if not more <laughs> than y'all so please yeah uh, keep this keep this energy flowing we we can't wait to talk with y'all. Yep. And that has been the Reveille Revival Podcast, ladies and gentlemen.